0: Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron.
1: So I have kind of a, I don't know, controversial thing to say to you, Joel. Aaron, those are called
0: hot takes.
1: (laughs) I'd say that um, none of your projects are really that unique or interesting. Hmm. Can you elaborate on that? I'm glad you asked. I sound like a <laughs> jerk. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I was thinking about this uh, the other day as I was working on something and I saw a lot of overlaps with other projects. Mm-hmm. And I think there are, there are a couple different ways to look at the fact that all of our projects are similar. So from more of a um, technical point of view, uh, we talk a lot about uh, design patterns. Okay. And so what are what are design patterns? They're these sort of patterns or ways of doing something that were invented many, many years ago um, that kind of say, like, this is how you would build uh, software architecture. Mm-hmm. So some of these are like singleton or adapter pattern or things like those. Those are all design patterns that are implemented differently in every language. But the idea of what they're trying to accomplish is the same.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Sounds a little boring, but I mean, I, I prefer to just like reinvent everything myself, but <laughs> <laughs> I joke. So, so I mean, I, I think I, I ran into that the first time when I was working with a uh, dental insurance company that had uh, 40 RPG programmers that they basically work on the AS400. And we were working together and, and they started talking to me about programming and I was this hotshot PHP web developer. There was, there was nothing I could learn from them, right? Because I'm in with way of the future, and they're, they're using green screen. Uh, and then as, as they started to share some of their code with me, I mean, granted, they printed it out, which I never understood, but okay. <laughs> but they shared the code with me. I started recognizing things that were very similar to what I was doing. And I asked questions, and they're like, oh, that's the so-and-so pattern or design pattern. I'm like, wait, you you, you have patterns? And that's when I had learned as a PHP developer Oh, people have solved all the problems of programming basically already, you know, uh, and we can follow these patterns and Mm -hmm. apply them to our own languages. And and so that really got me thinking about, you know, where else do we see that in our projects? And the the reason I call your projects boring or all of our projects boring or whatever (laughs) I said is if you start to look at the core of what you're doing, the businesses themselves may be different. But a lot of the stuff that we're doing is the same, no matter what project.
0: Yeah. And I I just, just to throw some color on this, like, I think when you say boring, you're saying that as a positive thing, right? It's not boring. Like, oh, this is all the same. And like, I hate doing this, but more boring. Like it's not this new novel thing that you have to forge new research on, but that you can kind of learn from the past and learn from other people. Am I, am I understanding that correctly?
1: Well, I think I think you're, you're actually putting it in a better way than I am. When I say boring, I was just thinking like, well, there's nothing new about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you want to, you know, us programmers, we want to go for the shiny thing and learn something new. Um, but with your project, like you said, boring could be good. It could be something that you could learn to do better. And I've always been a fan of sharpening my skills, making them mm-hmm. better and better and better. And so these things that are really the same, they're repetitive, actually helped me get better and better at doing that thing.
0: Yeah. And maybe it even kind of shifts where your creativity is. Like I am going to use an analogy and I don't know if this makes sense, but you know, if you're building a house, you're not like the, the person constructing it isn't like, I wonder how we should frame this wall. Or like, (laughs) you know, I wonder what structure we should use for the basement wall. Like there's some pretty obvious patterns depending on like where you live Mm -hmm. and what your budget is and things like that. But the inside of the house, like you can decorate it however you want, you know, you, you still have a lot of creativity and freedom. So like in the code, maybe the user experience is the cool thing, or like the place where you put a lot of you try to differentiate yourself. But, hey, accessing a database or you know doing you know communicating with other services or doing things like that probably don't need to forge new ground for most projects, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's that's something you learn if you do many different projects, like we as consultants move in through different projects. But also, if you just talk to other team members and learn mm-hmm. about different businesses. There's something truly valuable about doing that. Now, if, if you're building car sales software and then you go, oh, should I, you know, what does this herb selling platform have anything to do with what I'm building? Well, just talk to them anyway and just learn about their business and learn how they're solving the problems. And what I've seen from that is, as these people, you know, maybe doing a different business have implemented some of the same patterns that I do, but in a slightly different way, could mm-hmm. be worse. But more often than not, it's something different, better that I can learn from. And so when you look at it from the surface, you're saying, well, that's something completely different. There's there's yeah. no overlap in these two businesses. But when you get down to the code, you're like, wow, we're actually doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a that's a good observation. That's one of the reasons too why it's why you can see a lot of value with going to conferences, things like mm-hmm. that, Yeah, because there's tons of different businesses there but they're all doing that same language or they're all learning similar things. And when someone goes and says, I'm from AWS, and I'm going to write this uh, testing stuff. And you go, wow, actually, that does apply to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, so I like,
0: I like this, Aaron. Um, I guess maybe one of the the things I would add to this is there, there's like the, the opposite side of the extreme where, you got to like, how many patterns can I put into my project? Mm. And so like, I, I know you're not saying that, but I, I wanted to call it out, but, but really a lot of times, I think the first, first time I read a design pattern book or like became really familiar with the concept, I just recognized these were things that I had already kind of been doing in some cases, but they had a name now, or maybe they had more, um, mm-hmm details about the benefits of doing it that way versus other ways. And so this isn't like some new thing like, okay, go rewrite everything with design patterns, but just an acknowledgement that these things exist for a reason. And you're probably doing it to some extent already, but I, I like that idea about not isolating yourself or feeling isolated. It is really, it's kind of a positive thing. Like, Hey, you can learn from more people than maybe you thought before previously.
1: Yeah, I guess I don't want to be wishy washy and, and then go on the opposite side and be like, well, don't copy other people in different businesses, you mm-hmm. know. But but there is there is a limit to what is the overlap and what is the m- amount of design patterns you should implement or whatever. Yeah. But I just I've just found in my travels that that uh, there's there need, we need to acknowledge more that we can benefit from learning more about these design patterns and, and that a lot of our stuff is actually very similar. And I really like your analogy, like. Stop trying to figure out what is the best, you know, way to frame the house. We kind of know how to do that. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. And, that, and that, that's kind of where things like Laravel come in. Like mm-hmm, Laravel yeah. has tools like Eloquent, you know, for the database access. it's We've solved how to access the database. Right. Settle down, you know, yeah. so stop trying to put something else in there mm-hmm. um, and, and just, you know, use the tools and then build that special sauce on top of that. Yeah, I, li- I like that way of looking at it. All right. So if I had unlimited money, which would be mm-hmm. very bad, right? Cause I have a lot of different weird thoughts in my head. But you, <laughs> okay. you know how when you, when you buy like LED lights or smart like hue lights, they mm-hmm. have like a little chip in them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I would, I would invent a light that between like 10 seconds in like seven minutes or 10 minutes or maybe a couple hours would randomly just blink and then maybe do two beeps or something. Okay. And I'd install those in all of the light sockets when I moved out of my apartment. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, can you imagine? Because especially like <laughs> if it's like 10 hours, like you'd have your light on forever and be like, I <laughs> promise you, it does blink and beep. And you're like, yeah, all right. As soon as like someone leaves, all of a sudden it's like beep blinks. <laughs> Why? I think if you want to really put it out there, have it be like a dog bark or something like
0: really random instead of just a beep. So they're like, not even sure if it's a real noise coming from outside
1: the house, or like a duck quacking, like what? Or someone saying, "Hey." (laughs) uh, Oh boy! Imagine that. (laughs) Nighttime, you have your lights on. All of a sudden, you hear someone from the other room. Hey, (laughs) what? Two in the morning. Oh boy, that would uh, that would be very unsettling. (laughs) Well, why did why did you have your lights on at two in the morning? Oh,
0: the light has to be on for this timer to be running?
1: Oh, I suppose. I guess it does I would assume, yeah, because then when it like blinked, I, I thought noise or a blinked a light or something mm. like just, just enough weirdness that like it was what? Yeah. Speaking of things that people have already done before, we've written a book and
0: it's full of patterns. Uh, the topic of the book is Laravel validation and how you can master validation rules. Find out more at masteringlaravel.io.